The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Freaking first cut. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and it is time to do the roundup. It's bets, it's storylines, everything else we need. The coach is here. Coach, whoa, back home, coach. Good to see you in your uh, natural element. Yeah, I, I like to call it the friendly confines, but I'm also, Rick, a little extra happy this week because rare is the time. Rare is the time that my entire football bankroll is made before the NFL season starts. So thank you, Tom Kim. For not one, but two plus 3,500 tickets and two big matchups on the weekends. I am set for football. Gentlemen, the floor is yours. Yeah, coach. We, you know, I really go out of my way to not congratulate you on things. Um, it just, it makes the ego. I know it, you're not going to be able to walk through a door frame with the size of your head soon, but congratulations. coach. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, Mark Immelman is here and I don't know if he knows it, but he's on mute. So I'm going to get to that first. You're on mute. I'm, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm on mute because my dogs are going bananas outside for the cleaner coming into the house. So will you guys give me two? I'm stepping away. I'll be here very shortly. Okay. This well, is that, That's what I'm wow. saying. Oh, next world problems. We got cleaning crews. You have a, he has a cleaning service, clean his house. No, this is, this is. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of subtle. subtle <laughs> it clean. was, it was. I mean, I <laughs> the help, do too. The help is here, is what he <laughs> said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I My just have goodness. more kids for that. We just, we just give, we just, we just, we just keep having kids. You know, they get older Those enough, are, they can help. That's more out. expensive, Kyle. Having kids be your cleaning crew. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. I, I had not taken into the cost, uh, the cost benefit analysis of having another kid. But this is my thing with dogs. We we're talking off air. I'm, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't say this publicly. I'm, I'm, I'm out on dogs. So bad. Oh my God. I don't even care. I don't even care what kind of dogs you're talking about. You're just, I don't even know if you're an American, to be honest with you. You don't like hot dogs. You don't like dogs in general. I don't like hot dogs either. Oh yeah. my goodness, Kyle. KP. Don't like dogs. Don't like hot dogs. Uh, do I? You don't like Chick-fil-A or at least you think it's over. No, I. Chick-fil-A is fine. It's overrated. I, I think I like Chick-fil-A. I just think people rate it like it's, you know, Alabama. And the reality is that it's more like, I don't know. Well, it's, it's about the drive through <laughs> That's why it's so great. By it's the like, way. It's like Michigan. It's like Michigan. It's fine. Way, Rick, <laughs> Rick, you know how we're always trying to be more interactive 
with our fans that, that watch our show live. So I would like to read one. Just read one from Joseph. Oh, yeah, Coach hasn't had a chance to gloat because he and James Nitty killed it on the Utah Championship telecast about Tom Kim winning on Sunday. So there you go. We're interacting with our with our people at home. I did quite enjoy the I did quite enjoy the corn fairy on television. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. So did we. Good. And Mark helped me out. He texted me a few little nuggets. Because it's hard. It's, it's a team effort trying to figure out everything about the corn fairy tour, guys. Uh, are you saying that the fans were watching you and the corn fairy over us at the Wyndham? This is sickening. Nah, I, I'm I'm with Carl now. The fans Mark, can go Mark, pound a little Mark, 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 we were yeah, six to sand, nine baby. Eastern. We were after the Wyndham Championship. Yeah. After the Wyndham Championship. I in know, fact, Coach. I, t- I tuned in. I got back to the hotel room and I tuned in. I mean, I was it was riveting stuff, and your announcing just it just pushed it over the edge for me. It was it was. One person probably. said from Jim Nance to. The I heard that. So I I I Jim Nance signed off at the Wyndham Championship, and the next voice you heard was the coaches, and I was like, oh my god! The what only time me, me and Jim Nance will ever share air. <laughs> Ever. It was so it Saturday. Begs, <laughs> so it begs the question, after all the tears and stuff in our Super Tower, were you guys emotional as well? I'm assuming you were, right? I was not. I, was not. I, I, I appreciated the friendships that all you guys have. I really, really did. It didn't It didn't move me like it did. But I'm sure if I would have been there, I would have. Or if I had been part of the crew for 20 years, I would have. There you go. There you go. And we talked. <laughs> yes. Now. Let's not even talk about the fact that I called his wife his mother when they were winning. Let's forget about that. You don't know these people. When you see somebody from behind, you just don't know. Uh, I got we got a heart out. I gotta I gotta move us Let's along go. here. Let's All right. Go. So a couple of items before we jump into this. Uh the rest of the year, we've got a door buster available. Okay. First cut merch. Get your hats, get your shirts, get your mugs, get your tumblers i don't know what else is on there get your stickers put them on your laptop all of that is available 20 percent off the code you need first cut 20 there is a link in the description if you are watching on youtube that that box that square right there coach do you know what that is on on the screen that's a qr code okay that's a qr code you can scan that and take you right to the store uh coach is rocking his sports line merch there's also i imagine there's also a sports line Oh, what's the code for them? Early edge. Uh, early edge. All right, don't use that. Use first cut <laughs> to get 20% off. Uh, the other item, this will not be our only podcast today because the verdict, do we call it a verdict, Kyle, is going to be released at 4 p.m. Eastern time to determine whether or not uh, the three live guys who filed the temporary restraining order will be allowed to play. I don't know what we describe that as, but when that happens, we'll we'll do a reaction pod later today. Yeah, I think any t- <laughs> if there was ever going to be a verdict that came down on the PGA Tour, you knew Phil Mickelson was going was to be prominently involved, right? And, uh, and here we are. Uh, yeah, I think it's... I think it starts. I think you're going to watch the. I don't know if it's called a hearing. We don't, we are way out of our worlds here, but I think you can watch it online, and then it should be. I think late. It starts at. Uh, I want to say four Eastern, mm-hmm. and it should be wrapped up by this evening at some point. I think. Who, who's going to win, Rick? Predictions. Let's get forget one and done. Let's what, talk about. What are the odds? Uh, I bet they'll be allowed to play. 
That's what I think. Coach, I where any, you going? I have zero reason for that, but I think they'll be allowed to play. I, I, I'm just irritated because everything that we do is being halted for this stupid thing. So I don't care if they play or not. I just don't know why they would want to other than the fact that they walked away, then they want a big carrot, and then they still want their bonus. If you want your bonus, then don't go. Mm. That's how I feel about it. But will they be – I, I don't know. I don't care. I'm just irritated that our entire world, betting, you go to any sports book, a lot of the matchups aren't even there. Why? Because we don't know who the field's going to be two days before. That's what irritates me. It's um, – I'm blanking on their names. My God, it's been a while. Hudson Swafford. Gooch. Who's the Matt third? Jones. Matt Jones. Jeez. I think – I think I – mean, uh, really? Sorry. For I was these just guys? To, yeah, I know. I was just talking to some guys about this, and they were they were saying that they think the fact that the players waited so long to file could work against them here. And so I don't know. I'm with Rick. I think they'll be allowed to play, but again, I'm basing that on yeah. I have literally like no law experience or anything. Go Last ahead. Last word, Mark. Final thought. We got to move on. I'm. I don't think they're going to be allowed to play. Um, I think that this was left to the last minute. This was like the the back in the Tiger heyday, the Friday afternoon, five p.m. news dump. You know, as stuff mm. we're about to head into the weekend. It was the press release that would send the world into a tizzle, and it was uh, the fact that they wait until the week prior to the playoffs. And they suddenly realize, whoa, we don't play in these things. We don't earn points. That means that we are not in tournaments, certain tournaments next year. Mm -mm. No, I, I don't think they win. Well, Coach, there was probably about 75 million reasons on why they might want to be in the FedEx Cup playoffs this year because that's what they're giving out up from $15 million last year. If you end up yep. hoisting that big old FedEx Cup itself, that's worth $18 million, which Jacob notes in the outline, that's Brad Faxon's entire career. Uh, somebody's going to get that on Sunday at Eastlake. So obviously this is part of the enhanced purses. Uh, we've seen this happen for the last couple of years, obviously going to continue to go up lots on the line for 125 over the next three weeks. Yeah, it really, really is. And this is why the regular season was so incredibly important. This is why Will Zalatoris decided to play the Wyndham Championship last week when nobody else in the top 12 or 13 decided to do it. There is a lot of money here. I want people to just take out the stupid uh, amounts that certain players got paid to leave. Take those out, okay? Because that's where people's minds have been for the last month. Oh, that's not a lot of money because this guy got $100 million. Like four dudes got that, maybe. And now this is the real money. This is a lot of money to everybody. And so now with all these players jockeying for position and now somebody gets knocked out because Tom Kim wins, I'm here for it. I'm ready for it. I want to see who negotiates their way to the top so we can get to the Tour Championship in two weeks. We know who's going to be that number one seed. I'm fired up. Uh, I incorrectly attributed that Brad Faxon quip to Jacob. Sorry, Jacob. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. That was yeah. from a tweet, of, a tweet of yours there. And you point out, um, you know, the guarantees of just making the playoffs, making the BMW Championship, making the Tour Championship, um, just getting into it, right, is worth significant sums. Yeah, it is. I mean, if you get to if you get to the tour championship, it's an extra five hundred K. Top ten, I'll get a million. This this whole purse is up fifteen million from last year. So last year it was sixty, first place was fifteen. Patrick Cantley took fifteen. I think it was fifteen for several years, right? Yes. Or well, was it, it no ten and then 10. It was yeah. Okay, and then fifteen. Yep. Um, so yeah, it, it's 
it certainly um, is a is a reward at the end of the year, and I think that um, I don't know. It, it's interesting because I I think that you could look at this and say like, well, this is like when we talk about stars getting rewarded, this is stars getting rewarded. And there is some of that because your stars are normally the ones that make it to Eastlake. I would argue that you need it more on the front end because what if Scotty Scheffler pulls a muscle last week or whatever, um, you know, different things like that, that can affect who gets paid at the end of the year. But uh, it definitely, um, I, I don't know. I, I think some of it, especially in light of all the live stuff is a little bit like um, it almost cheapens the playoffs a little bit in that um, you're like, okay, well we got to increase the purse actually another 15 million just to make it seem like, and I, and I, this, I don't think this is actually what they're doing, but just to make it seem like the playoffs are like, a really cool thing. And the reality is that the playoffs are never going to be what the major championships are. And I don't know that they're going to be what a player's championship is or something like that. So to me, it's a, it's a little bit of like a money dump. That's a crass way of saying it, but a money dump to your stars, which again, I, I think is a good thing, but I don't know if it necessarily makes me care more about the actual playoffs. Uh, Mark, we've got three weeks. So there's, there's kind of a couple things here. You, you ratchet up the purses, you shorten the playoffs by one week. It is, um, it's really to amplify drama, to amplify the importance of every event, every single shot. When you start raising the stakes in the way that the PGA tour has done it. And you're on mute. This is such a tough look for you. <laughs> rough day for Marky uh, Mark. Yeah, let's just, okay, sorry. <laughs> Let me focus here. I, I'm still thinking about this court case this afternoon because I, I, I listen to Carlos, listen to Coach, I listen to your takes, and I'm like, 18 million for first? Why on earth would you leave the tour to go and play somewhere else for guaranteed money all, all the way around the world now? I mean, these, these PGA Tour guys are so hard done by, aren't they? I mean, the, these purses are getting insane. When you look at someone like a Faxon who won how many times in his career? Yeah, I mean, can you imagine what the old timers are saying? But anyway, I will settle down and get back to your observation. Um, the playoffs to me are a whole bunch of fun. I've had the good fortune of calling all three of them. And I'll tell you this much, as much as folks uh, sort of rip on Eastlake a little bit because it tends to want to clash with football, it's a wonderful golf course with a fun field. There's a great crowd out there and you sense the energy. Because typically in a 30-person event, let's say the one in Hawaii. Now, granted, it's in Maui, which is a relaxed sort of a vibe. There is that holiday vibe about it. But you get to Eastlake, and you see guys grinding. You see guys playing practice rounds by themselves. You see guys getting there on Monday, getting used to the golf course. It's a deal, the, the, the tour championship. And so in terms of the excitement for the fans, uh, that's real at the, at the venues. You saw last year with Bryson and Cantley when they were going at it down at Caves Valley. And then I can speak to Eastlake. I mean, at Atlanta gets up for that thing. And then everything that's around it with the Payne Stewart Award and everything that Southern Company and Coca-Cola do around the Eastlake area, it's it's just a really cool time of the year. And for me, sort of being on the back end of the CBS run, now doing a few PGA Tour Live events, it's nice to be back sort of with a home base and get into the vibe of, uh, vibe of it. And Coach can speak to that. So, 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 the excitement to me is ratcheted up and uh, 
I'm, I'm hoping that the story is well told by our friends at NBC over the next three weeks. Uh, Brad Faxon won eight times on the PGA Tour, 21 wins worldwide. Gentlemen, I also stumbled onto, I did not necessarily realize this existed, the career FedEx Cup bonus leaders, the guys who have made the most money uh, in the FedEx Cup bonus era. Would we like to take a stab at the first couple here? Would love to. Uh, Rory's made $32 million. That's correct. Tiger's made 28. Are you reading this or did you just read this? I just no. am remembering it from the other day. I looked it up. He's tweeted. Okay. Tiger, uh, oh, I think. No, oh. I did not. Tiger, yeah. Rory, 32. Tiger, 28. I think DJ made like 25. 27. Oh. Xander, has done, Xander has done pretty well. Xander's made 13,950,000. Rats, that's not very much at all. I mean, he's got to be on the bones of his rear end, hasn't he? Well, but I think the thing is, I mean, to your to your question mark of like, why would somebody leave that? I mean, Xander could make that in one year at live, right? And he's made that in his entire career of FedEx Cup money. Oh, my God. Rory, 32, Tiger, 28, DJ, 27, JT, 22, Patrick Cantlay, thanks to 15 mil last year, 16 million Jordan Spieth. How about this one? Jim Furyk still hanging strong because he did all his work in 2010. Web, yeah. Web, is in, Web is in there somewhere at the bottom, maybe. All right. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really quick jump in here because of yeah. what something Kyle just said, because it's just driving me insane. It's driving me absolutely insane that we're acting like these guys are destitute. And he said, you can make that in one year when the... He's made a ton of money. And in this world, when we got guys working nine to five, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that this guy can make sixty million in mm -hmm. one swoop when and when they're playing golf for a living. We're so tired of the narrative that they can go make. So what? So what? So what? They've already made a ton of money. Xander's rich beyond his wildest imagination, and I'm just tired of the narrative that you go over there and earn what you're supposed to earn here. When you look at other playoffs, whether it's the NFL or it's Major League Baseball, you earn it when you get to the playoffs. So when you get there, you get that bonus check by how you perform. And that's the purpose of playing any sport. That's the purpose. And that's what these guys are playing for over the course of the next three weeks. There is purpose there. They're not going to be flying around on a jet celebrating in the 80. There's purpose. And that's what I want us to focus on is the purpose of why anybody plays sport. Not just golfers. Anybody. Anybody. It's purpose. Sorry, Rick. No, I, I I actually agree that um I don't care how much money these guys make. I don't but either. I, like at all. I 0% care, but I know that that is it, – it's disproportionately um important to fans versus to the players, right? From their perspective, that's a huge part of the decision-making process. To me, it's like I don't care. I care 0%. So it's like it's probably the one thing that is most – uh inversely correlated my views on what they make versus their views on what they make yeah i, I think well i was gonna say i i don't necessarily agree with their decisions I, mark was just wondering like why you would leave when 18 million dollars is on the table and i was being and, facetious kyle i, I was yeah. being snarky yeah oh okay okay never mind uh how okay I'll, I'll pivot here to this because this is 
I don't, this is only a, a thing that like we care about. So, but I guess if you're listening to this, maybe you care about this as well. But the official world golf ranking system uh, has has changed. So effective immediately, we knew we've known this was coming for a year. And Kyle, you're probably uh, neck deep into all of this. But what what it now entails is basically, oh, thank you, Jacob. Yeah, a modernizing of the way they calculate what they used to call strength of field. They are now calling that field rating, which goes to five decimal points, Kyle, which I love. Um, and then really what it does is it takes into account strokes gained uh, much more heavily. Now, this is going to, it's effective immediately, but will only impact future tournaments. What golfers have already accumulated uh, is that that will remain. So this will roll out over the next, you know, basically two years. Yeah. And it, uh, the way that I understand it, 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 takes into a fuller account at least worldwide how deep the field is and not necessarily how good the top of the field is right so if you have an event formerly if you have an event where there's like three top 20 guys and everybody else is a nobody maybe the event that patrick reed is playing this week then it would have gotten a decent rating and now it's going to get much less of a rating, whatever the name is, field rating or whatever it is, uh, than it otherwise would have. Now, there's a bunch of different directions you can go with that. Does that even matter at all? I think the strokes gain stuff is good because it's transferable. It's a way to sort of compare. I mean, it's it's like a it's a it's a normalization of the entire world of golf, and I think implementing that is a good thing. Now, you know, the, 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 the literature, the stuff that I've read on it is, listen, this is not really going to change the top 10. It sort of changes the top 50, you know, by two or three or four guys. So you're going to have some, some downstream effects of guys that maybe wouldn't have gotten to the masters otherwise are getting in or guys that wouldn't, you know, it, it's going to affect on the bottom end, some of like who gets into fields, I just don't know that it's necessarily going to change a lot of the way that we talk about the top 10 or 15 or 20 guys in the world. Um, if I can add to that, uh, what's I think one of the great changes that's been made, and, and I love the addition of the strokes gained because each player, there's essentially strokes gained head-to-head -head versus everyone who's played. And if you haven't played against someone, let's say I'm playing coach and coach has beaten Rick, you know, then there's this head-to-head-to-head -to -head -to -head thing going on, and it gives me a performance value. And I travel with the event to that performance value, which now, to Carl's point, let's say a week of field on whatever one of the major tours were, let's say it's Asia or South Africa, okay? Um, there could have been a person who made the cut who would earn zero points that week because the field was weaker. Where now, every time you make a cut in one of the major tour events, you will get some sort of a point. I think which sort of evens things out a little bit. And and I'm sort of with Kyle. I don't think you can see a whole bunch of change near the top. But you'll certainly see folks further down the way earning points by playing in other events, making cuts. And and, and it places a value, too, on, you know, some of these guys. Are, it's kind of going a bit rough on Friday morning. And then they're just like, whatever. And they're halfway bail. Now, if you make the cut and you have a big weekend, there's world ranking points and money involved. So, so I feel like there's a, an element of competition that's been added to it. And uh, then just the one thing that stayed the same, really, was 
there's um it's still a two-year rolling scale mm -hmm. now you're guaranteed points if you make the cut and again you have this performance value that if i've got a bunch of guys that are good with their performance value if they've got high numbers that's when the number of points available starts to go up but there are certain events where the points are still guaranteed like the four majors are 80 points for the winner the players i think are 60 uh, regular other events are up to a maximum of 60 i think is what it is 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 this mark singing the praises of strokes gained the benefit of strokes gained well well, look, I, I, I'm, I've never said I'm not a believer in strokes gain. I'm just saying you can't plug this metric into any any call you ever make about a person. And again, the strokes gain total, that is a head-to-head -head measure. We use it when we'd pick teams in college. But you can't tell me that because a guy is uh, leading strokes gained out of the bunker on a Sunday afternoon, that means he's going to get up and down. Forget it. I mean, that's not the truth. So, uh, so, so that's where I always have a bit of an issue with some of the stroke scan stuff when someone's like, ah, oh, this is a dead cert. He's leading the field and driving. I mean, this he's going to hit this in the middle of the fairway. That's 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 just not out, guys. Uh, business is booming for OWGR, Coach. They've got this fancy new website. They got their fancy new system. They're in the, the middle of this battle between uh, who's getting points and not getting points. Man, must be good to be in the OWGR right now. Uh, apparently so. And I don't have a whole lot to say on this because this is not really my wheelhouse. I, I'm not a big fan of all this kind of stuff. I just like when players show up and I do my research with the players that I have available. But I do know that changes need to be made. I do know that a lot of what Mark was just talking about will be a cool deal because I don't think that the lower tournaments really benefited when you know that you're not going to get set points. Why would you ever go there? Now I think a lot of that will stabilize some of these tournaments who feel like maybe they're not getting the support that they deserve. But all in all, a lot of this is way too confusing for me. I'll just wait and let KP and, and Mark figure it out. Uh, first set of rankings come out a week from yesterday, so on Monday. Yeah, August 15th. Okay, let's get into Coach's favorite part of the show. That's going to be our best <laughs> bets, our expert picks, our one-and-done selections. We'll do that, but first we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain. Those numbers do not add up to me. And I know it can be confusing the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between, but solving foot pain is simple. And that's where super feet comes into play. These super feet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking uh, a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
And we're back. Best bets. This is where we go over to Caesars Sportsbook. We scour every square pixel of that website. We find the best possible options. And I think for the first time ever, look at this. We came out with four top 20s. Whoa, it's usually a matchup. There might be a nationality selection in there. Coach, we'll start with you. You liked that Tom Kim money so much last week that you are right back at it again. Sort of. Sort of. I'm blaming who are the three players that are suing again. I don't even know their names. Matt Jones, Gooch Jones and Swallow. All right. Yeah. So because of those three dudes, every sports book in America is not putting up matchups right now because of those three dudes. We all have to wait now till probably Wednesday to get everything, the entire landscape. But I do know this, that this dude, half of his worldwide starts this year have not been top twenties. They've been top fives. So I'm getting 15 extra spots at a 50% clip at plus 170. Let's take this all the way home. Book it. Let's go. Uh, if you're checking your sports book for Tom Kim, he might also be listed as Ju Hyung Kim. He might be listed as J.H. Kim. We're going to have to get some universal system here at some point for, for Tom because it looks like he's staying around for a while. Mark, um, you've found a top 20 wager on a golfer who battled Tom Kim quite a bit last week, and he's coming in with two runner-up finishes in a row. Yeah, and I'm happy with what I see out of you, and I'm certainly on board with Tom Kim. Uh, I've made the same mistake, Rick, that I always make, and I giggle with you about it, where after a guy wins, I'm like, no, he's going to be too tired, and I'm not going with him this week. Um, But the reason why I I just look past Kim a little bit is this will be his seventh event in a row. Uh, Last week was grueling, man, uh, with late nights, early mornings, restarts, winning. Um, Memphis is tough heat-wise. And that golf course requires a little bit of course knowledge because of the way it sets up. So I just looked a little bit further down or further up, I should say. And and Sungjae, to me, last week, was it was pretty to watch him play golf. He just made it look so easy. The game came to him. Um, he's coming into form at the right time. He's advanced to the, to the, uh, the, the Tour Championship every time he's played in this thing. So I'm like, I think we just keep the wheel rolling with a good finish in Memphis. Wait, well, it remains to be seen what happens next week. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab him while that putter is still working. Uh, if Sung JM does indeed finish inside the top 20, it's plus 150. I've went for a little bit longer. Joaquin Neiman, top 20 plus 200. I'm hoping for kind of a firm and fast situation similar to Riviera. I think the ball striking has been great. The putter's been a little bit chilly, but we can turn that around to finish on the first two pages of the leaderboard. KP, you... Look at you. Look at you. You've gone much further down the board, plus 450, to find literally the king of TPC Southwind outside of Daniel Berger. (laughs) (laughs) And Dustin Johnson and maybe Rory McIlroy. But otherwise, this guy's the king. And Tom Willis. And maybe Uh, Dustin Thomas. Who knows? But he's like... Harris Harris English. (laughs) Uh, Shea Reve, Ches Reve. Uh, it didn't play last year, but in four previous starts, uh, all top sixes at Memphis, obviously a different field, and uh, it's going to be a, a lot more difficult for him to top six this time around. But coming off, uh, he's coming off a win a month ago, uh, made the cut at his last two events. I think it was 3M and Rocket Mort. No, 3M and uh, Wyndham. He, and he won he made like the- three starts before that. Yeah, he won the Barracuda uh, during the Open Championship. So playing good golf. Uh, for him, good course history at at Memphis in a in a different field, but I, I like the number at plus four fifty. 
I, I tell you what, KP, I'm all over that because this golf course, in my opinion, loves someone to play from the fairway. And you're rewarded for playing from the fairway to be able to access some of these whole locations on these little firm greens. And so that's a, that's a good bet there. I had a player in this field tell me, quote, you won't see a low score missing a lot of fairways. So hard to hit it close and brings water in on approaches. That's what you're that's the point you're trying to make, Mark. Yeah, big time. Well, I mean, the fairways sort of turn in both directions. I wouldn't say they are narrow, but they're certainly not wide. And the key about this place is that Bermuda rough, which is just a couple inches. And it's not that stuff that you're instantly chopping out, but it's the stuff if it's a little dry that creates these flowers like they these things fly like bats out of hell. And then you get these small greens and you can just hit one that goes like a jet. And the next thing it's over the back of the green and you're cooked because a lot of the greens in as much as it, what it was redesigned, they still perched up a little bit and they fall off into these little chipping areas. So it tests every department of the game. And that's why you see someone like a JT win around you who, who's a good iron player is a beautiful wedge player around the green. Um, yeah, you, you have to play from the fairways. Yeah. Breaking news coach. This is news. You'll like Tom Kim is actually in the chat and he says he's loving <laughs> TPC Southwind. It really suits his game and he thinks he's going all the way. He's going to win again. So that's, that's great news for you. I, I did not want to brag about the fact that I knew personally that he watches first cut for me. Um, but Hey, I just like the fact that he's active and mm -hmm. he also let us know that this week he loves the golf course. That makes me feel better. Yeah, thank you, Tom. Thanks for tuning in. Yes, yes I can say it's just really crazy that Tom Kim, his profile picture is the first picture of him whenever you Google image search right. for him. That's well, of course. You know, so <laughs> maybe, he clearly, maybe he's not tech savvy. It's maybe no, he's not. It's, he just downloaded it. Of, yeah. You're thinking about this. It's because that is his profile picture. Yeah. That's yeah. why it is the you first. Gotta, you got it back. There you go. That's uh, true. There you go. That's true. There you go. Yeah. We'll wreck we'll <laughs> um, picks here. Sleepers yep. top 10 pick to win and coach. We gave you, we gave you just an inch last week and now you've taken a yard, right? We've said, okay, these 30 to one guys, they're okay because we call them sleepers. We don't call them long shots and you've gone back to the well, someone on the shorter side, 30 to one. Who is it? I'll be completely candid with you. <laughs> um, I did not send this in as a sleeper. He was my lowest odds thing because I told Jacob this week, I said, there are no sleepers. In the FedEx Cup playoffs, there is nobody that hasn't earned their spot. We do sleepers in every other event, but no, I will not call somebody a sleeper this week. Cameron Young, everybody thinks he can't win. I'm not saying he's going to win, but plus 3,000, that means his top 20, his top 10, his top five are going to be pretty good numbers because of all the top players that are in the field. So if you want to take Cam Young in any of those, I'm comfortable with that. Or even to win, I'd be comfortable with that too. Six top threes, this dude's going to come to play. It's going to be hot. Hot, hot. You need young players. You're going to get fatigued. 30 to 1, Cameron Young. My sleeper, Seamus Power, 90 to 1. Missed the cut at the Open <laughs> Championship. That's the, only, that's the only major championship cut he's missed. I'm not worried about it. It's played well at TPC Southwind. KP, ooh, look at you. This is a founding member of Team No Putt. You found at 125 to <laughs> 1. Who is it? Brennan Steele. Yes, he's uh, I think fourth in the world or fourth in this field in his last twenty rounds in uh, in ball striking. He's been he's been hitting the ball really well. He's That's an not... evergreen statement you can make, Kyle. He's fourth in this field in ball striking over the last twenty. That's an evergreen comment. For me, no, for for Brendan Steele. <laughs> oh yes, yes, he's been hitting it great, and 
yeah, <laughs> there's been no putting to speak <laughs> of, but you know, one twenty five to one. That's a that's a good look. Yeah, find find a hot putter one week. Uh, Mark, you've also found somebody at one hundred twenty five to one. He's a fellow South African. Who is it? Yeah, he is. And and I will say, Brendan Steele is on my old team. PGA Tour flushes flushes that guy hits it so well. He really does. Um, Christian is built out of the same cloth. He's not as long as Steele, but he's very accurate. He grew up in the northern part of South Africa where it's hot as Hades, and the real strength of his game is on the greens. He rolls it beautifully. He's very disciplined. Um, his caddy, Johan, used to play for me on my college golf team, and so we caught up uh, late last week, and, he, and Johan said to me, he goes, his game is trending. So I was like, ah, why not roll the dice? Let's go with the Safa this week. Wow. Hey, hey, Rick, can I jump in just for a second? Please, coach. Just for a second, because sometimes you just got to teach lessons. I say it all the time on Early Edge. There is somebody in the chat that's just running his mouth nonstop, and I'm ready to shut it. So I won't even say his name because I hate – there you go. So Tom Kim won an event. Does not mean anything. Stop hyping him up. He won't make the cut. Clearly, you don't know anything about Tom Kim. So what I would like to do is challenge you to a showdown. If he makes the cut, you never come in the chat again. If he does – I'll never say anything to you again. Wow. It's all right here. Ooh. All you got to type in the chat. This and we know you cool. know how to type. We know you know how to type. So all I need you to do is write in or out. That's all I need from you. So so this this comment, Show your face, ugly hood rat. Yeah. <laughs> ugly, ugly hood rat. If Tom Kim misses the cut, uh, Coach will never speak ill of you again. Never. And if he makes the cut, you can no longer show your face in the chat of no. of uh, the first cut. That's that's the wager. We'll see if uh, we'll see if he accepts it. I'm gonna guess he does not. They all they love to talk till you call them out, I and mean, then they shut up. If I were if I were if I were him, I would accept it. And if I lost, I would just make a new I make a new account and come back. Well, well we would know because he can't help himself. So maybe he is Tom Kim. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. <laughs> Top that 10 was, wagers. Oh, he's, in. He's, in. he's in. He's in. All right. Oh. Jacob, play the showdown music. <laughs> Do we have it? Do we have it on this one? It's <laughs> I cannot remember the last showdown that I lost. Can't remember it. That's that how was, confident I am. That was wine to me just a few weeks ago, wasn't it? That was like six months ago. That's been, it's okay. been a while. It's been a, while. Uh, been a while. Top 10. KP, we'll start here with you. You got a big boy at the top. Who is it? Uh, Scotty Scheffler. I feel like we've forgotten about Scotty Scheffler. Like, he's just sort of, like, he's had, I mean, he's probably the player of the year. It's either him or Cam Smith right now. I haven't dug into it too, too deeply. I think off the top of my head, it'd be it'd be Scheffler. But it's not just the fact that he was playing great in in February, March, April. He's uh, in the last twenty rounds. He's second. So uh, my my three guys here are the top three in ball striking in the last twenty rounds. So they're the guys that are hitting the ball better than anybody in the world. Rory Scheffler and Brendan Steele. And Scheffler just he hadn't been putting as well as he did early in the year. But I'll I'll take I'll take him to finish in the top ten because I don't I don't need him to have a hot putting week to win i just need him to finish ninth or tenth uh speaking of staying hot coach tony finau plus 175 are one of the hottest players on the planet at the moment i wish i had the time to go back and just take clips out of this show as i just make statement after statement after statement that comes true and i remember three months ago i said watch out for who 
Who did I say was playing better than anybody else that I saw on the PGA Tour at that time? And then I was told, you're crazy. You can't make a putt. can't do this. Oh, now look where we are three months later. Two straight wins. Coach, I forget. Who did you say was going to play well a few weeks ago? Tony Finau. <laughs> and now I said, Tom, I've been all over it this summer. And it was you, Mark, that told me I was crazy. I wasn't going to call you out, but now you want to speak up. It was you that told me that I was crazy. And now look, you two are straight crazy. wins. And all I have to do is get a top 10 at plus 175. I almost picked him to win again. And I said, you know what? I don't want to get greedy. I don't want to get greedy. I'll just take a top 10. Top 10. I think, I, I think Finau might win the FedEx Cup. I don't know if he'll win this week, but I think he might win the FedEx Cup. I said that a week ago on PGA Tour Live, too, because I think he will. I agree with you, KP. Get hot at the right time. Rack up yep. those points. Uh, yep. I'm going Terrell Hatton plus 450. Trending. Love it, except if he misses fairways, then I don't love it. Otherwise, love it. Uh, Mark, the the big boy, the biggest of boys, Rory McIlroy. Yeah, what do you got to say? Uh, Rory McIlroy. That's basically it. Uh, the, the superlatives are outrunning him. He has to show up there and just be Rory. He has to show up there and stay true to the stuff that he and Bob Rotella are working on, where you, you just keep the thing the thing and you just avoid the white noise and you you stick to your keys and you just let four rounds kind of tell the story. Um, it's the kind of place where I, I think the only challenge for Rory is to make sure he, he sort of plays this golf course right, if, if that sounds correctly, because you can hit some long drives and get yourself into a bit of a pickle. But with only two par fives, um, I, I think that's kind of the key to him. If he can play those two par fives well, the one um, 16 is easy-ish. It suits his shape a little uphill right to left. But uh, four, three, I should say, is just awkward. And uh, and the tee shot is difficult. And the second shot with water on the right and bunkers on the left is hard. And he's fallen flat there once or twice before. So if he does the two par fives well, uh, if he's gonna, he, he'll contend, I have no doubt. Minus 120 to finish inside the top 10. KP, put a bow on Rory McIlroy because he's your pick to win. He is my pick to win. He's uh, he's the best player in the world right now. And, you know, that's only resulted in uh, in one victory this summer. But since May, I got the numbers right here. Since May 1st, he's second in the world off the tee. He's fourth in the world in approach shots. He's first in the world in ball striking, and he's fifth in the world in putting. So, I, I mean, it feels foolish not to pick him. And I, again, it's I, I realized that that hadn't resulted in as many wins as it sounds like it should have. But he's going to be in contention. Uh, he plays well here uh, at Memphis, and uh, I think he gets his. Uh, what would that be? His second win of the year, third win of the season. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think he gets that this weekend. 10 to 1. I'm going with Will Zalatoris. 25 to 1. Put him on a golf course where you've got to be a great ball striker and follow the mold of Justin Thomas losing strokes putting in route to victory. Yeah, that's that's the case for Will Zalatoris. Coach, look at you. 16 to 1. A guy who, it, okay, if he wins this one, he's probably our player of the year. Who is it? It's a loaded pick for me. Uh, two reasons. A, when the lights are the brightest and he needs to step up, this is the guy. Players, okay, open championship, got you. But also two weeks ago, Rick, I'm the main announcer. Number one feed, stream one on, e on PGA Tour Live. My backups, my backups who are just there to give me an hour break. Aaron Price, Ryan Burr, where were they the night before? They were hanging out with Cam Smith, drinking out of the Claret jug. 
and then they were late to work. So Cam Smith messaged me on the side. He said, I'm so sorry, mate. I'll make it up to you. I said, cool. Could you win the first FedEx Cup event for me? He goes, no problem. So for that reason, that's a true story. I picked Cam Smith plus 1,600. It's hard to tell at what point the story turns from <laughs> truth to uh, creative storytelling and, like you know, creative license here. I think I, think I figured out where that one turned. But, yeah, it's all true. <laughs> Yeah, sixteen to one. Uh, Rick, if yeah. you had to vote, if you had, if you had a vote, if we had a vote, and you had to vote right now, Shuffler or Cam Smith? It's still Shuffler. It's very, very close. Very and close. It, and if I had to choose right now, obviously it'll just probably be who ends up winning the FedEx Cup. But uh, I will give Shuffler the nod. But man, Cam Smith did one of the few, th- like he did the few things. Like there was no path for another guy to get there that easily, and and Cam has done it. Yeah. True. Yeah. He has. He's been awesome this year. Uh, Start to finish. Kyle, we have to get you out of here. Why don't you tell us right now who your one and done is and why? And then we'll reveal it on the other side. Oh, it's it's uh I'll stay on. I got a couple of minutes. I'm right. good. Yeah. Here we go. Uh we have one and done's left to do. It's getting real spicy at the top. We'll go through and reveal the picks, but first we're gonna take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we're back. I have the fan vote. The fan vote is in. The fan vote is very important because the fans have made up Mark. They've closed that gap from about $3.5 to 1.6, 2.7 on the line this week. And as much as coach would love to rag on this selection, I don't think he's going to have an opportunity to because with 46% of the vote, the fans are using Tony Finau for this week's one and done. Coach, you can, You just told us five minutes ago the way you feel about Tony Finau. I can't rag on the fans this time. Can't can't rag on the fans, and I wouldn't rag on the fans. I mean, it's a smart, it's a smart, smart play. It's a smart play. I'm just trying to figure out how I didn't with one point whatever I won last week, one point five million. How I didn't jump over everybody, but it's okay. I guess I was lower than I thought. You were you were more than that behind. You were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Najad trying to go back to back magic. He missed out. He missed out on Tom Kim last week. He's like, ah, let me chase after this. He's going with Tom Kim. KP, you have padded your lead on Sia just a hair. Now $600,000 clear your selection for this week's one and done. Yeah. I don't think you need to call anything that I'm doing a lead on, on anyone. Uh, Cause it's not, it shouldn't be, I don't deserve that much credit, but 
I went with Joaquin Neiman. I did this last week with Sung Jay, and I basically just picked the best guy I could find that most other people, I guess, besides Mark, had already picked. And he's playing good golf. His numbers are really good. He played, he finished top 20 here last year or two years ago. So he's got some decent course history. And yeah, I got Joaquin Neiman. I, I actually have more guys left than I thought for the for the playoffs. So I'm I'm excited to reveal my tour championship pick here in a few weeks. Well, there is technically um 10.8 million that you could win if you find three winners. Yeah. Technically. The problem is that Mark, I I'm gonna have a hard time catching Mark now. <laughs> it is it is possible. I went with Cam Young, basically the best golfer that I have available, and I'm fine with that. Uh Greg has opted for Terrell Hatton. Coach Max Homa. See Rick's reason. <laughs> best best golfer available. Um Jacob, you found somebody who's a hundred to one. So you are you're looking to make a move here. You're in the third spot. It's been a battle between Mark and the fans. You're kind of lurking, coach as well. Well, look, I don't want to. I don't want to be mean or anything, but like, I don't even like look at the fans because the fans didn't have any ante that has gone into this pool that we're all playing for for our season long race for the first cut cup, uh, which is the money we are going to probably have to end up paying Mark and by the end of the month. So I'm going with Seamus power, a bit of a contrarian play. Uh, I mean, he's coming off a miscut. So obviously this is going to, this is going to end up great for me as a, a miscut like a month ago too. So, Perfect. you know, that's just the spot you want to be in in August. Uh, I got Cameron young and Patrick can't lay left. So that's good. Who I use next week, who knows, but you'll know you who I'll use the week after. If you told me, uh, if you told me that you're saving somebody from Ireland for the playoffs, this is not who I would have, who I would have guessed. <laughs> You're like your fourth guess. <laughs> I, yeah. I am. I am real quick, Jacob, because I know you never back down from a challenge. Oh boy. I'm so confident in my pick this week that I'm going to sail past you. I would give you the $60,000 and say that next week, my name will be above yours for a little showdown. Take it. And well, you're getting 60 grand on top. I mean, what are what are Max Homa's current odds? I mean, that's, I guess that's my question. What does there, it matter? Right? No, no, I'm saying that he's going to win enough to surpass you on the money list. That's all I'm saying. Max Homa is currently fifty-five, 55 to one. Shavis Powers ninety. To so one. yes, so you're okay. So I guess what you're his... you're spotting me the money. Yeah, you'd be spotting yeah. me the six. You know what, Coach? <laughs> We have unfinished business. We have yes, unfinished we business. Do. And this yes, was the last time around I took Max Homa <laughs> versus Ryan Fox. A little irony there. So a little this irony is, this there. is a little bit of a swap of that. So you know what? Yeah, let's do it. So it's purely whoever's on top at the very end of the week of yes. the one and done list yes. gets the payout deal. Yes. Somebody somebody just pointed out in the chat, and I have to agree that we just witnessed a $60,000 bet, I think is what just happened. <laughs> That's exactly true. Yep. Yes. Yes, yeah. correct. Uh, fans, Tony Finau, Mark, now, the, the, the positives here. You're, you're on top. Uh, yeah. That's about it. The negatives. The gap is closing. You have missed the cut in your last two, and your last three, you've earned a total of $31,000. Also, Kyle picked the same golfer as you. His track record ain't so great <laughs> this year. So there's not a ton in your favor. Your feelings going with Joaquin Neiman. 
I'm trying to find any sort of real meaning in that diatribe you just delivered over there. I mean, so I've earned 30,000 in the last three events. 11729,37, that's where we are. Uh, you missed and some numbers on there. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. No, 11. 1.1 million. <laughs> no, no, I said 11. So anyway, Neiman, um, I told you guys I was saving Berger. Obviously, there's the back injury. My thoughts this week were always Berger, Neiman, or the, Neiman was, a, was an option for Rocket Mortgage. Didn't play there. Harris English and Russell Henley this week. Those were the guys I sort of had circled. And um, Joaquin, he's been off since the Open. He's just reliable. Uh, the guy is playing well. He's, for me, it's it's kind of like the situation now where guys like he and Sung J.M. and company have to start dropping their hammer just to kind of pick up the vibe for the international team. Because as you think down the road to the President's Cup, which is getting a bit scrappy right now with all this live stuff going on, the the team has to become galvanized and they'll become galvanized with guys like Tom Kim winning, Sanjay going well, Neiman, who's one of the lead ones, Cam Smith, these guys playing well. So Joaquin, the way he hits it around this golf course um, last year, he was sort of sneaky good. I think he opened with 70 and then shot a couple 67s and a 68 and was a tie for 17th. I'm pretty comfortable with that selection because as I say, I've got uh, two fairly large bullets left to play in the last two weeks. All right. A lot will be hopefully and what, what, one more thing we skipped over my my winner in the in the bets i'm going with cantlay just because of how he's beginning to play right now and he said to me at the rocket mortgage walking down 17 fairway he goes too many seconds and i was like mm -hmm, yeah i get you and then i joked with him i'm like well this is the time of the year that you they start handing out big checks and he laughed and he said you're right and 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 he and Rory and these there's these guys that start finding form this time of the year. So I like Cantlay this week. And then with Finau, look, he's playing great. But I believe he's only had two top 25s around this place. So if he can unlock the code, if you will, with a great form of his, then he can play play well. But right now, um, I, I'm keen to see how it goes with him. My apologies. I skipped you on the winners. That's on no me. Stress. No I'll stress. get there. I'll get back. I'll get back in the gym. Get back in the weight room. I'll work on. I'll work on myself. We won't. At, least, at least I had my micro. I was my microphone was on and ready. I I had the thing off mute. I was all disappointed. <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll have another first cut this afternoon at some point when this uh, when this ruling comes out. We'll we'll come back on. But but for now, we'll put a pin in it. Any final thoughts? Mega preview pod. FedEx St Jude. TPC Southwind going on. See you in three hours. See you in a couple hours. Producer Jacob does all the hard work behind the scenes. The coach is available on Twitter at the coach rules. You can find Mark at Mark underscore Immelman. That's Kyle Porter at Kyle Porter CBS. And you can find me at Rick run. Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time.